0: In today's show, Bitcoin returns to forty-two thousand dollars as markets wait potential seven point nine percent CPI inflation data. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis, and as shared here by crypto analyst Mikhail de Pop, I can't deny that the market is looking a bit better after this move. However, still very fragile, short time frame, and uncertain. And Pentoshi shares if forty thousand seven hundred holds on the one in three day, then we'll look once again for the yearly open for a third time below forty thousand seven hundred equals no bueno targets to hold 46,252 to fifty-three thousand dollars. And as on-chain analyst Will and Clemente shares here, this was a nice squeeze. But ultimately, want to see Bitcoin reclaim forty-six 000 to forty-seven thousand to feel confident that momentum has been regained. And as shared here by Plan B, in my opinion, Bitcoin's first dip from sixty to thirty thousand in twenty twenty-one was caused by China's mining ban. The second dip from sixty to thirty thousand in twenty twenty-one was caused by inflation, combined with possible rate hikes and QE ending. Currently, the odds of rate hikes. And QE ending seem low. Now check this out. I have undeniable proof that Max Kaiser is from the future. Max Kaiser celebrating the US dollar's 90% crash against Bitcoin exactly nine years ago and announcing becoming a Bitcoin millionaire. Also, in today's show, $150 billion investment giant Bain Capital announces massive new crypto arm. That's right, they have $150 billion in assets under management and just launched the $560 million crypto funding arm. Also, in today's show, Bitcoin will benefit. Benefit from new monetary world order predicts Credit Suisse. That's right, Credit Suisse with over 800 billion in assets under management said in a recent newsletter that a new world monetary order is coming, and after this war is over, money will never be the same again, and that Bitcoin will probably benefit from all this. And this just in: breaking news just leaked. Yellen on Biden's Bitcoin executive order. She says policy will result in substantial benefits for the nation. That's right. Janet Yellen let slip details of Biden's executive order on crypto. As pointed out here, the executive order was accidentally posted a day early, but now removed. However, archive.org got them. That's right. I'll be sharing all the juicy highlights that you need to know. Also in today's show, we'll be taking a look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all the major altcoins are pumping. Let's go. But where's Bitcoin price likely to go next? Find out all this plus so much more in today's show. .net. Again, that's crypto news alerts.net. Today's episode is brought to you by the FTX app, formerly known as Blockfolio. I've been using this app literally every single day for the past few years. It's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is check my crypto portfolio. I personally love it because it's the easiest and fastest way to buy Bitcoin, Ether, and other top cryptocurrencies with zero fees, truly making this a no-brainer. And they're trusted by over 6 million people worldwide and over 200 plus countries around the world. And Special promo they're running right now where you can earn free crypto on every trade over 10 bucks. To take advantage of it, visit ftx.cryptonewsalerts.net and use promo code Crypto News. Again, that's ftx.cryptonewsalerts.net promo code. Crypto News and download the FTX app today. Make some trades. Claim your free crypto. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, crypto fam? It feels great to see the Bitcoin and crypto market pumping once again. Bitcoin hit 42,000 this morning on March 9th as an impressive overnight candle saw the bulls reclaim support levels, as you can see here in the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Now data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin abruptly squeezed through previous resistance at 39,600. Going on to deliver 24-hour gains of 11.3%, and amid local highs of 42,400 on Bitstamp, the mood amongst traders was also improving. But caution still remains. Multiple macro factors include the Russia-Ukraine war, inflation, and the U.S.'s incoming executive order on cryptocurrency, which all kept commentators wary and i'll be breaking this down in greater detail later in the show and as crypto analyst, me calvin they pop shares here i can't deny that the market is looking a bit better after this move however still very fragile short time frame and uncertain and fellow trader and analyst pentoshi was similarly cool with the performance which took bitcoin back to the upper segment of a range where it had lingered throughout 2022 as pentoshi shares here if forty thousand seven hundred holds on the one in three day then we'll look once again for the yearly open for a third time previously was from near blue value area first two both came up just short third time likely the charm if 40,700 holds. Below 40,700 equals no bueno. Targets to hold 46,252 to $53,000. And as on-chain analyst Will and Clemente shares here, this was a nice squeeze, but ultimately want to see Bitcoin reclaim 46 to 47,000 to feel confident that momentum has been regained. Now bets remained open as for the impact of Thursday's consumer price index data for February. This is expected to be 7.9% and a key driver of short-term volatility. For the Bitcoin price action, now the data would precede the following week's decision on key interest rates from the Fed with expectations just as varied as its scope. And as Plan B creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model shares here, in my opinion, Bitcoin's first dip from 60 to 30,000 in 2021 was caused by China's mining ban. The second dip from 60 to 30,000 in 2021 was caused by inflation combined with possible rate hikes and QE ending. Currently the odds of rate hikes and QE ending seem low and peter responded drop cost partially by inflation it doesn't seem right the inflation was high all the way through 2021 can you elaborate and plan b responded no i said the drop was caused by rate hike expectations and possible end of qe which was caused By inflation, so there you have it. Meanwhile, Luna is pumping like a mofo. Bitcoin thus performed strongly, even against many of the alts, with the top ten cryptos by market cap struggling to keep up. Ethereum was up 7.2% on the day, while others were flatter, such as XRP on 3.7%. But the briskest gains belong to Terra slash Luna. Once again, with Luna targeting 20% gains in its highest since mid-January, as you can see here in the Luna one-day candle chart. Now for undeniable proof that Max Keiser is from the future, here's a video clip of him celebrating the US dollars 90% crash against Bitcoin exactly nine years ago. Check it out. To the Keiser report. Boy, it feels great to be a Bitcoin millionaire. I'm loving it. Eight months ago, and if you recall on this show and on the Alex Jones show, I said that there would be a major financial catastrophe over the next nine months. And we've got it. Uh, Bitcoin has, uh, absolutely triumphed as the dollar has crashed 90 percent against bitcoin as bitcoin is set to take on the world and root out the banksters, as we 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 sorely need. You got to give credit where credit is due. So much respect to Max Kaiser because back in 2013, I know at the beginning of March, Bitcoin was trading at just thirty-five dollars. So at the time of this recording, Bitcoin was trading well under one hundred dollars. And for him to become a Bitcoin millionaire back then, you run the math. And before I break down next story of the day, a hundred and fifty billion dollar investment giant Bain Capital announces massive. New crypto arm, but first let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market, which you can see is pumping like a mofo. Bitcoin up almost 9% for the day, trading above $42,300. We have Ethereum up almost 7%, trading just under $2,800. Luna up a whopping 21.5%, trading just above $98.53, while Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, Cardano are all breaking out. And in the green, let's freaking go. But alright, now let's break down our next story of the day. A leading investment firm with over 150 billion in assets under management is launching a new Crypto Fund, Bain Capital launched Bain Capital Crypto, a $560 million crypto funding arm. Quitting them here, we're excited to announce Bain Capital Crypto, our first $560 million fund and the launch of a new platform to support the renegades and pioneers building the next generation of internet infrastructure. We designed this dedicated investment firm to support crypto slash web three builders from seed through growth with a highly technical and collaborative approach. Bain Capital says they set up the fund due to its belief that crypto represents a monumental technology shift towards open, community-driven, and decentralized services facts and according to the announcement the fund supports blockchain builders and creators through bain capital cryptos three areas of expertise quoting them here technical and economic research as the next wave of internet and financial infrastructure gets built we believe teams will require deep technical support thinking through critical design decisions governance design and participation crypto protocols require a dedicated level of active participation on topics related to code contribution risk parameter adjustment organization and management we intend to participate actively in these ecosystems and number three participation across stages given the early liquidity dynamics of crypto protocols and limited capital intensity protocol teams require investors that can participate across the liquidity spectrum supporting teams in both public and private markets we have the flexibility to participate across capital stages and even leverage protocols with our own capital so there you have it let the mass bitcoin adoption continue and before i break down our next breaking story of the day bitcoin will benefit from new monetary world order, predicts Credit Suisse, but first let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting at about $1.85 billion, with $98 billion in volume in the past 24 hours, the current Bitcoin dominance back on the climb at 43.3%, with the Ether dominance at 17 point nine percent and checking out the top one hundred cryptocurrency gainers for the week you can see waves up thirty eight percent Zcash up fourteen point six percent XMR Monero up ten percent and Luna up six point five percent and now checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated a twenty-two in extreme fear yesterday was a twenty one last week a fifty two and last month a forty five and fear, And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity. I hope you bought that dip. BTFD all freaking day. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Credit Suisse, a Switzerland-based global investment bank, released a new report yesterday predicting radical change to the global monetary system. Now, given Western inflation dynamics and Eastern geopolitical tensions, the firm expects a new monetary world order. Very interesting choice of words, right? Based on commodity-backed currencies to emerge in which Bitcoin will likely benefit. We're talking about Breckenwoods 3, the analysis by investment strategist Zoltan Pozar was titled Bretton Woods three hearkening back to Bretton Woods Agreement of 1944. The agreement established between 144 delegates of 44 countries pegged the US dollar's value to that of gold and all other currencies to the value of the dollar. And when the agreement collapsed in early 1970s, the world moved on to a standard backed by inside money, aka treasuries, which Pozar calls Bretton Woods II. Now the so-called Bretton Woods three will supposedly usher in another era backed by outside money like gold bullions and other commodities. Commodities. That's right, the commodity crisis. A crisis is unfolding. A crisis of commodities, reads the analysis. Commodities are collateral, and collateral is money. And this crisis is about the rising allure of outside money over inside money. Now, Pozar explains that the non-Russian commodities are growing far more expensive due to Russia, the world's largest commodity producer, having been sanctioned by the West in the recent weeks. Furthermore, the commodities market is far more leveraged now than it was during the 1973 OPEC supply crisis. Thus, traders that are long on non-Russian commodities and shorting their related futures are likely receiving margin calls right now. And the reverse can be said for Russian commodities, which, like Russia's currency, are collapsing from lack of demand. And the reverse can be said for Russian commodities, which, like Russia's currency, are collapsing from lack of demand. Therefore, those are the short Russian commodities and long on their futures are also receiving margin calls now the bank's primary concern is that worldwide commodities are no longer trading at par similar to how mortgages stopped trading at par leading up to the 2008 financial crisis now the bank also argues that unlike 2008 western central banks cannot backstop the commodity spread since they are the ones imposing the sanctions in the first place they make a great point and as such the ones that will be incentivized to arbitrage the spread are russian allies namely the people's bank of china Go figure. This will theoretically give the PBOC control over inflation in China while sparking a recession and commodity shortage in the United States. And as such, the renminbi will leave this crisis and war as far stronger currency backed by commodities. So are you saying that China wins after all this? It seems that way. While the U.S. dollar inflation leaves it far weaker and less reliable as a world Reserve currency and at the moment US dollar inflation is already trending at its highest in 40 years with January CPI showing seven and a half percent price increase year over year. And that's just what they're willing to admit. We all know it's much higher. Go check out your local real estate on Zillow and you'll see inflation of roughly 30% Per year on the market. Now, check it. The letter concludes that money will never be the same again by the time that Russia Ukraine war ends. It also makes the curious claim that Bitcoin will probably benefit from the chaos if it still exists. By that time, Bitcoin has a hard cap supply of 21 million coins, which we all know, and can be transferred globally and is not controlled by any single party or nation state. This has led some to believe that it will operate like digital gold or other safe haven assets in times of crisis as it matures. Some have expected this paradigm shift for a very long time, including Jack Dorsey, who claimed last year that Bitcoin will replace the dollar. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Jack Dorsey that the King Crypto will likely replace the U.S. dollar. Now, the bullish case is interesting coming from Credit Suisse, which had previously criticized Bitcoin for being anonymous. So there you have it. All right. Now, for all the juicy details you've been waiting for, a statement from the United States Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on President Sleepy Joe Biden's executive order regarding digital asset calls for efforts to support innovation while addressing risks. In the industry, Yellen's statement was released a day early, apparently by era and quickly deleted, but was captured on a web archive. It shares early insights into the details of Sleepy Joe Biden soon to be released. Executive order, which they say, is supposed to be released today, but they've been saying this for weeks, so who really knows? The order will call for a coordinated and comprehensive approach to digital asset policy. Yellen's statement said that the executive order could result in substantial benefits for the nation, consumers, and businesses. Quoting her here, it also addresses risks related to illicit finance, protecting consumers, we and investors and preventing threats to the financial system and broader economy. Now, Yellen also outlined the next step the Treasury Department will take in learning to understand digital assets and how to regulate them within the parameters of the executive order. President Biden's White House has been working on this executive order related to digital assets since January, and an unnamed source told Barron's said it will help give coherency to what the government is trying to do in this space. And as Matt shares here, looks like Yellen's comments on tomorrow's executive order were accidentally posted a day early now removed however archive.org got them though and to assist the treasury in its efforts other agencies will collaborate to create a report on the future of money and payment systems this will be done with input from international actors in order to promote robust standards and a level playing field and someone responded to bitcoin magazine and said actually no yellen's leaked statement says that digital asset innovation is what could result in substantial benefits to the nation the distinction is important that's a pretty Bullish statement that Treasury will also convene the Financial Stability Oversight Council to determine if appropriate safeguards exist. These efforts will be added to the ongoing work that Yellen said her department has already undertaken with the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, which is the FDIC, as well as the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency regarding stablecoins. Now, the statement suggested that the executive order will have global implications as we will work with our international partners to promote robust standards and a level playing field. Now, Yellen also says that the treasury will continue to work with investor protection groups and various experts, and that treasury will work to promote a fairer, more inclusive, and more efficient financial system while building on our ongoing work to counter illicit finance and prevent risks to financial stability and national security. Now, there has been a mixed reaction so far from prominent members of the crypto community. Founder of Weekend Ethereum, Evan Van Ness, called the statement a nothing burger of a statement, but altered state machine. Founder Aaron McDonald, Donald shared some more great feelings about the statement. He tweeted that Yellen's sentiments show she is looking for a way to make sure we maintain the most powerful weapon in our military, the U.S. dollar, as global settlement, as Aaron shares right here. I read the Yellen leaks as the following. Number one, make sure we maintain the most powerful weapon in our military, U.S. dollar, as global settlement. And number two, make sure we can tax this ish, and someone responded. Schwartz incoming, and Aaron McDonald responded. Honestly, I think it's bullish long term. If governments think they can derive a tax revenue from something, it's here to stay. And this person makes a great point. Just like marijuana in several states in America, the taxes are paying for so much infrastructure. No going back. Too much money lost if made federally. Illegal. She makes a great point. And if you want to check out the official U.S. Department of the Treasury website with this article entitled Statement by the Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen on President Biden's executive order on digital assets, check the show notes below the video in the description. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode, Chris Minka wrote, I'm standing firm in my position near record low on exchanges, low short-term hodler sell risks, volcano bonds locking up more spot Bitcoin next week. Supply shock in play regulations executive order shouldn't be too bad if they were the insiders would already know and market would have had signals next week will be crazy i can't wait that's right fam exciting times ahead bitcoin to the moon send it our next featured comment comes from digital gravity it is true that if bitcoin hits 1 million nominal usd the value would be much less relative to today's dollars purchasing power but that misses the larger point the day may come when no one is willing to casually exchange their sats for dollars, only doing so when absolutely necessary. When that day arrives, we can truly talk about hyper bitcoinization. Exactly, fam. Great point. Bitcoin supply shock incoming. Let's freaking go! And our third and final featured comment comes from Bitcoin Trini. Yeah, man, JV, what's going on? Miss you live, but always watch the replay. Appreciate your cool, calm demeanor during all the ups and downs. Holla on, fam. We go into the moon. Let's go. You know it, fam. Hoddle gang. Bitcoin to the moon. Send it. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.